0: Babyface in the heel is brought to you by Sleeps. Use code BACKLOG40 for 40% off your first order. <laughs>
1: back and in charge. I, Let's go. Let's go back. We're going to start it all it. the way over. Let's do it. I all fixed right. it. What's up, everybody? This is Babyface in the Hill. It's May 28th, 2020. We're coming right at you, and we're going to recap the pay-per-view and Dynamite in about five minutes. Here we go. So to start off tonight, we got private party taking on best friends and best friends whip that ass. Then We'd start the pay-per-view all proper and right with the introduction of Brian Cage in the Casino Ladder Match. He took that shit to the limit. Killed Darby Allen like 16 times. It was crazy. Then we got Jungle Boy taking on MJF, the greatest heel in the game. I don't care what you say. MJF took it to Jungle Boy. Whipped that ass, too. Next, we jump right into the TNT Championship with Mike tyson giving out the belt cody taking on lance archer the murder hawk murder hawk was whipping on cody and cody came back with a vengeance to win the first ever tnt championship the belt may look a little suspect but we we're gonna talk about that later anyway moving on we got chris statlander taking on penelope ford I mean, these are two stand-ins because, you know, Britt Baker hurt her knee. So, moving on, we got um, Statlander taking on Ford. She whipped that ass. Statlander, the alien, comes out on top. Um, Then, moving down the line, we got Dustin Rhodes taking on Sean Spears. Now, I had a high hope for this match. And damn if they didn't let me down. mother. And anyway, Dustin Rhodes won this match craziness. Well, we'll get into that too. Next, we got the Women's Championship match. The Women's Championship match came next with uh, Hakaro Shida taking on Nyla Rose and Shida took Nyla Rose to the limit and vice versa. Oh my God. And Shida come out on top. She took the win. Great job, Shida. Next, we had the championship match for the heavyweight AEW Championship. Brody Lee Taking on John Moxley and Mox come out on top. It was great. That was a great match. And Brody looked like a like a million bucks in this match. We'll get into that too. Then finally, the absolute pandemonium. We have the stadium stampede match. Holy crap. You I mean, this we could spend an hour on in itself. This match was crazy. But the elite came out on top, beating the inner circle. And, I mean, it was spot after spot after spot. We had horses. We had a stadium. We had the 50-yard line. They barely used the ring. This shit was a crazy, crazy match. And that's how you win a pay-per-view. That's how you do pay-per-views. I beg to differ that that shit was better than WrestleMania. Unbelievable. Great job, AEW. Now we're just going to jump right in and move right along to this week on TNT Dynamite. We're going to start off with a six-man tag where Matt Hardy and the Young Bucks take on Joey Janela and Private Party. And man, this is how you start off a show. And they went back and forth, but ultimately Matt Hardy and the Young Bucks come out on top over Janela and the Private Party. Then we move down the line. We got a squash match and a half. Brian Cage came out and whooped up on Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson looking like Spike Dudley. He's getting his ass whipped so bad. And he hits the drill claw, takes him out. Perfect. Then we get Britt Baker coming up with her injury update and her conspiracy theory with Aubrey Edwards. And then right after that, we got Sheeta taking on Christy James, I want to say. James, she's a Brazilian. She's kind of hot got to watch out for her. And she took Sheeta. She had some offense. I thought this was going to be a squash match. It wasn't. Sheeta hey, comes out on top, though. You, you see Sheeta's new. This is her new sim- symbol. Holy Sheeta. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Sheeta. <laughs> Next, we got Cody's promo. With the open challenge. He thinks he's John Cena back in 2015. It's craziness out this motherfucker. Then we're going to SCU taking on Oh, Sabian and Havoc, man, what a tag team that I didn't think was gonna make it, and it just proven that shit. Sabian and Havoc come out on top. They whip that ass on SCU. Then we have our battle royal for the number one contender shop on for the TNT title, and who the hell comes out of nowhere and wins? But Jungle Boy. Who thought Jungle Boy was gonna do this shit? I thought for sure it was gonna be Orange Cassidy. That shit had me on my seat. Hell yeah. That's the way to start or end the show pretty much. But it didn't stop there because we had the inner circle pep rally. They had to wipe their tears and clean their ears. God knows that bell fucked up Santana. But anyway, we're going to get into that a little bit later. Holy shit, was this a good pep rally. We had two worlds collide out this month. Tyson came out, and he brought... Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Five MMA all-stars. Henry Sahuda was out there. Rashad Evans was out there. And Vitor Belfort was out there. It was crazy. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Well, who, are who, who are the stars. other guys? Five stars. Five star. Oh, my God. Where are we going to start? You guys just take it away. I am spent from all this. Holy you shit. Know, what a
0: that's show. That's a record for me not talking – in a, in a, I've never not talked
2: for that long in my entire life. I had to get it out. You couldn't help, you couldn't even help but to mention could. Sheeta's new symbol.
0: I know, I, it's, it's amazing. But I, the, the one I thing that was
2: from the west side,
0: Yep. Uh, the inside, brother, the inside. <laughs> the, but yeah. uh, I thought it was going to be the shocker. yeah, the west side. The, uh, let me tell you this real quick. The one takeaway that uh, that I took from this pay-per-view slash weekend extravaganza, along with last night's TNT Dynamite, is that Tony Collins a listening. He got his ear up to the telephone, the television, whatever he uses to watch our show, and he's taking notes. You skipped over a pretty primary situation, Rick. Okay,
1: okay. correct
0: me, sir. QT Marshall's getting a little weird. (laughs) Ha,
1: ha, ha, yes.
0: QT, QT, QT. I tell you what, he looked like a cutie last night with old money right by his side. Holy shit. He's over here flexing, showing his muscles on the side while Cody Rhodes talking about the most important thing he's ever talked about his entire life. And what do you got? You got yourself QT Marshall not giving not even a half a shit, not even a little bit of a shit. (laughs) No shit's given. QT Marshall, you got Butcher in the Blade on the other side, and he's just yeah. sitting there trying to scoop up on both Brandy Rhodes. Okay, he's trying to take Brandy Rhodes and Bunny. That motherfucker is going to the skies. Thank you, and you're welcome, Tony Khan. <laughs> you think he's playing hard to get with Brandy? I think so. I think so. I don't think Cody Rhodes loves Brandy. I'm just going to say it right now dangerous <laughs> voters, thank you so much. Look at this suit $45,000. That's what this one cost me here. Yeah, tailor made straight from <laughs> yeah, the 45 farm,
2: Ma- made in China,
0: made out of corn, <laughs> corn stock. Uh, but but you know, there was a lot of good things going on. I'm gonna uh, uh, really just cap off with um, the the the, the stadium stampede match was probably one of the funnest uh things I've seen in wrestling yeah. in quite some time. Uh, straight shoot just uh when you see when i when i watched uh, the wrestlemania and ricky alluded to maybe this was better than wrestlemania uh, it, it was um the stadium stampede match was a pre-recorded event maybe it was done just before the show it was done that day um and and from what i understand they took uh consideration from literally every wrestler on the roster they all came up with funny ideas things that would be good to do that that shows teamwork everybody who got their their little yeah. script in on that stampede match had a little something in their heart to be able to feel like they were part of it and so many people were uh, just uh some of the highlights for me like the matt hardy underwater switching outfits absolutely yeah. perfect that's really when I mean, we were watching it together a few of us and that's when we said oh this is recorded i mean you kind of knew but it, it took a while before you really a hundred percent realized that everything was recorded and uh, the finish was amazing. Sammy Guevara getting sure. that, uh, just the Falcon air from the top. Um, he alpha. thought he won the match when he thought yeah. he won the match. I was no more good. I was oh, like, oh, no, this is too good. And you know, good. when he got hit in the face, so, so, he, you know, he, the stadium stampede match, everybody just for, for, for quick references, this match was done in the football stadium and anything goes first person to, to get pinned. And, and it was a five on five. Okay. And they're now, all now.
1: everywhere. Can Everywhere. I set the scene real quick? Can I set the scene real quick? Absolutely. If you've ever yeah, seen, bro. if you've ever seen the Marvel movie Civil War, Captain yeah. America: Civil War, okay. and you've yeah. seen that airport scene where all the superheroes are just about ready to do battle with one another, that was the scene. The whole, I mean, that fight scene was the stampede match. If you could take Civil War and make it a wrestling show, that's what it was. And wow did it deliver and, and alpha went duplex all the way down the field i was just gonna say he had that a horse. he came in with a horse holy shit he came in with a horse was <laughs> really
0: great Chase and Sammy yeah. down now alpha when 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 uh they started doing the silly stuff i mean it started off just back and forth wrestling really good yeah. and then they built up to the silly how did you feel when you got to the when they started adding the humor like the horse coming in with uh you know hangman wasn't there for the first 10 minutes and all of a sudden you know Sammy's right. running yeah. from a horse and the suplexes yeah. up the ring with up the, the thing with the, the flag. Talk, talk about that a little bit, how that felt.
2: I mean, brother, it, it's a uh, par for the course for AEW. They don't do everything, you know, by the book. I mean, they don't do everything where it has to be completely serious all the time. And I love it. I eat it up. It's just like WCW back in the day. It's just, it's not all, it's not all just, uh, just wrestling. It's more to it than that. And that's what makes it so good, brother. But, um, Like you said, when he came out on the horse, huge pop. I didn't see that coming, and I know everything. Yep,
1: that's a pretty horse. That's a pretty horse. Tony Schiavone couldn't couldn't stop saying it was a pretty horse. Kind of scary, Tony. Come on,
0: chill out. Um,
1: The Buddha's Uh, going on in subscription for three months.
0: Hell yeah! Mm, Makes me feel so good inside. So, um, what, what about what about some of the the bigger um, because there was bumps in this match too, and I, you know I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about this thing because we could talk for five hours about it, but uh, that that finishing bump, um, you know, you got Matt Jackson yeah. jumping doing a moonsault off the. Uh, the, 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 whatever it's called, the, the goalpost turnbuckle. I want to say, and then he even got uh, a couple of things that that occurred in this match that you didn't even realize might have been bigger than they were. Was uh, Nick Jackson doing a moonsault off the side? It was probably twenty feet in the air, but it didn't look like it because of the perspective. Talk
2: uh, about the frog splash!
0: Th- yeah, was it a frog splash? Yeah, frog splash. Uh, and then um, when Sammy took the sprinkler to the face, those are oh, industrial, industrial. Football stadium sprinklers, and he literally took one of those things about four feet in. That's like a pressure washer right to the noggin. Sammy Guevara was yeah. an A-plus superstar in this whole entire yeah. thing. They all did a hell of a job, but this guy has proven to me that he truly is the Greek god, the Spanish god, whatever you want a god you want to pray to. That's Sammy Guevara.
2: okay? He's, oh, he's the yeah. man. He's the future. Yeah, I'm right there deny. with you. And when when they did the pool gimmick, with mm. Matt Hardy and and uh Ortiz was scared to go swimming it was like the scene <laughs> out of that movie you guys remember that uh Robin Hood men in tights movie where, oh, yeah. where yeah. little John can't swim he's like I can't, I swim. can't swim I can't swim and It's half a, half an it inch of matter. water but Ortiz can't <laughs> no. swim in a 2 foot deep uh, pool that was hilarious man <laughs> fucking hilarious oh yeah
0: there hey comments coming in with a twitch Yeah
1: damn right! thank you for the subscription hell yeah who bought
0: you the suit darren who bought you the suit right <laughs> here take a look at this suit
1: <laughs> oh my man. uh
0: my buzzer beater just broke and i don't know what to do
1: holy to shit. Do. see see what happened he hit his first paycheck from baby face in hill Go out and buy himself <laughs> brand new suit. He don't know what to do. What? Now he don't know I got how to question act.
0: For you. Did they take taxes out of your paycheck? Because what the hell? I'm over here. I, I get this first. You know, Tony sends me my first check, 45 and a half billion dollars. I spend $45,000
1: straight. What you uh, talking spend- about, man? I'm illegal. I don't get taxes taken out. I'm illegal. Okay. Okay. Uh let's he mute the Rick. I All right, that's gotta come by
0: me. <laughs> now, now listen, listen. Okay, so Stadium CP. Uh, just an absolute blast of a show. Yeah. Um, the other matches on the card, absolute blast. Uh, but let's really, that brings us up into last night, okay? We got last night, we got, now we get to see the direction this company is going post-COVID-1921, okay? Now we yeah. get to see that they've hired on Eddie Guerrero's wife. I've known that for so long that that's who that was. And, uh, you know, it just really surprised me that uh, no one else knew that. And, uh, you know, but okay, so this Battle Royale, Luchasaurus, seems to be the, the the favorite to me you got yourself mjf in there i figured mjf get a little you know with that interview with wardlow i figured he'd get himself tossed real quick but uh i like to see that dynamic they're throwing a little twist a little monkey wrench in there i don't think that's going anywhere but you never know maybe they want to do something with with wardlow but billy gone coming on out oh, Not I, even oh I was
2: about to say that when when his music started playing he's like hey hey i'm in i'm in the show and then he yeah. got in there. And he already had his tights yeah, on his tights. and everything. <laughs> like, it was great. He oh, was a good
1: his, his kid. Oh, man. What's his name? Austin. Austin, Austin. Gunn. He looks over mm-hmm. at the camera. He's like, That's my. Di- oh, I That's can't, my say, dad. I can't <laughs> say it. I can't say it.
0: It was great. Um, but, they, you know, like you said, Rick, they set this one up. I mean, I thought for sure once it came down Jungle Boy Orange Cassidy that uh, the loser would win. The loser, Orange Cassidy,
2: nobody likes him. He's just a piece of shit. But, uh,
0: <laughs> you know, but uh, oh, I was When right. he rolled
2: in that ring, you know you popped. I oh, know you popped. You're like, oh, he's rolling in. I forgot I all about his candy ass.
1: When he interrupted Chris Jericho's fucking promo oh, and just walked good. through, that, that was – Fucking perfect. That was. I good. hope that
2: becomes his thing, where every time he walks out, he gets blindsided. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: nobody but,
1: like Ray Phoenix though. Ray Phoenix whooped that ass. Oh, now, he took a couple ass. of
0: standouts here. A couple of standouts in this in this battle royale. Son of Kiss is just absolutely needs to be on television. uh He does yeah. not get his chance. That dude is funny, and I would love to he see him. He kept calling him a girl. I know. They said it a couple of times. She, she, she. She, she, she. I, I, I don't even understand what's going on with Tony. They they, they absolutely fucking up. But, um, Are we witnessing a transition?
1: I mean, I, I'm I'm a little... No, because Sonny
0: Kiss is just a, a guy who's gay. It's straight up. At least that's what he advertises himself <laughs> as. And he's funny <laughs> as hell. He truly is. I mean, I watched him. When, he has the greatest moveset. He has the greatest moveset. Yeah. Especially uh, giving It's perfect, getting, hear, it's perfect
2: it's for his so character. funny about
1: about you saying sonny kiss is a gay man straight up that just <laughs>
0: <laughs> well not me straight up but you know other guys find it pretty you know pretty uh entertaining but um but really when you look at this okay sonny kiss just funny as fuck running around there doing his thing and the, the whole ring all this cuss the fuck going on just a lot of action okay marco stunt and luchasaurus when they eliminated uh who, who was it that they eliminated um luther okay the, luther what the <laughs> fuck is he doing in there Not No selling everything. Every single move come at him, he doesn't even sell it. And Marco Stunt hits him.
1: just looking like a Luchasaurus
0: chokeslam's that guy outside the ring with Marco Stunt's help. And that was a nasty fall. But did you recognize what Marco Stunt did immediately after?
2: Tried to throw Luchasaurus out.
0: Yes, he did. He grabbed on his leg. It looked like he's humping his leg. But he's over here like this trying to lift up Luchasaurus. And Luchasaurus like, what the fuck are you doing? It was yeah. funny as hell. I, th- I think those are little things right there that I see that, that really make things go um, a lot further. Cole Cabana getting thrown out and then immediately being approached by the Dark Order and, and looking like he's actually interested. Um, yeah. you know, that would uh, be a,
1: a nice story to see, man. To see, that, to see Cole Cabana oh, actually this see- happy-go-lucky guy to, to a Dark Order member. To yeah. see that whole transition right there, that'd be a good, good Now story. think about this. this. This match
0: had so many different weird people in it from from Brian Cutler, Billy Gunn, yeah. Wardlow, all them, right? They told yeah. so many different stories with this match we didn't even know was going to happen. They proceeded with MJF storyline and Wardlow. They proceeded with even Christopher Daniels just being in there getting jobbed out like a jobber. They proceeded with the the, the faction of, of the you know the the Luchasaurus Jungle Boy and uh, and um, Marco Stunt, and now you get to have a little bit of a win behind the belts. You're welcome, Tony Khan. We talked about this, okay? We talked about this. We gotta give Jungle Boy a victory. What happens a week fucking later? Jungle Boy gets the biggest victory of his career. Now he's going on yeah. to get a TNT title shot, and you know something? I'm gonna say it right now. I know it ain't gonna happen. But I think it might happen, okay? I think it might happen because Cody Roach come out with his proud speech. Come on out while while his uh, best friend's best friend over here talking to Bunny. And and, and he says, I'm going to wrestle every week. Now, I felt like that was a heel speech. I felt like it was a heel speech because no. I think it, 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 at the end, they wrap it up like a non-heel speech. But I'm telling you right now, that was the start of a heel speech because he's coming out saying, I'm going to be here for you. Look, at you want to see me every fucking week. I'm going to be here. Those guys that are wrestling every week, I'm taking them off the card. I'm putting my face on it. I'm going to be here every week. It's not surprising to me to hear that you're going to be here every week. Stone Cold Steve Austin had broken fucking knees. He was there every goddamn Monday night, okay? the Barack was getting paid tens of millions of dollars to do a movie. He's there every Monday night. So I expect Cody Rhodes to fucking own the goddamn company. I expect him to be there. So this felt like a heel promo to me, knowing that we expect him to be there anyways. You win the yeah.
1: belt, fucking wrestle it. I got a question for you guys. Did you hear the part where Cody said, now now Tony Khan said mm-hmm. that I wasn't his first choice. Yes, mm-hmm. which is bullshit lie. It, a bullshit lie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Was it? Was it really a lie? Tony I Khan mean, wasn't if, involved at the beginning of this. But but if but even though Tony Khan's been writing these wrestling stories and wrestling shows for years, Tony Khan so, was the influencer that made it happen for the first pay-per-view money. I get that. I get that. The AEW
0: idea formed when the young bucks, Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes got together and they went online and made a post. Do you think we could sell out a stadium? And they sold that goddamn stadium out in 10 minutes. Yeah. And then Tony Khan come along. Now I don't know the finances. I don't know who signed the deal. That's how it played out. Yeah. So you know that's that's why i felt like this was the start of a heel turn you don't bring up tom brady if you're not in tampa or new england unless you're <laughs> looking for a heel speech even the fucking wrestlers around him booed him when he said that yeah. and he called himself the tom brady of wrestling that is a heel move you cannot say it isn't that's a heel move not
1: your team, jimmy and not your team jimmy
0: Jimmy, I mean, no, that's colors. my cousin's team. My cousin yeah, likes the But he the sold run. it
2: as the underdog. I mean, I am not wants to rally behind.
0: Anywhere yeah. Tom Brady goes, I go. Jimmy Thompson is a Tom Brady fan. You see, I'm wearing the Patriots colors. Oh, so you
1: a Tampa Bay fan now? Hell
0: I'm a yeah, Tampa Bay fan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. If Tom Brady want to sign with the uh intergalactic species, uh, I'd be a, a Statlander fan as well. Get the fuck out
1: of here, <laughs> so Alpha. Alpha, you think you think that this wasn't. Uh, uh, heel speech. You thought you thinking yeah. this man is just playing the underdog, and he he's just gonna be the bet, the biggest is, baby
2: face that this yeah. company's ever seen. Is that what we're hearing from you? That's what I think, brother. I think you tried selling it as an underdog story, saying he's the, he can be the best because just like Tom Brady, he wasn't the first pick and all this and that. And even if you even if you're better than him in every way, he's still gonna beat you because he's got more dog in him or whatever. You know. Yeah, wow. a little, meanwhile yeah. next
0: week, Jungle Boy. I Next week, Jungle Boy going to be TNT champion.
2: <laughs> I hope so. But ah, no. the, the, the thing that pissed me off the most was they got this TNT belt and they crowned the champion on a pay-per-view. We talked about that before. They th- That that should never happen. You shouldn't have a, a channel-specific belt title and then the crowning moment is on a pay-per-view, not even on the gosh-damn channel. That makes no sense no. to me.
1: True. And, and on top of that, the belt looks like shit. It's a a terrible looking
0: belt. And the belt maker even come on out on the internet and says, hey, you know, whatever, COVID-19, 21. um, I I think it's still something we got to hold them accountable, okay? You come on out with a different belt. I mean, our belts, all of our belts look better than that belt. Look at this. Now, let me just real quick segue. Soul (laughs) Train. I know you're watching. I know you're looking see. You might watch it after the fact. I know you ain't here right now. Okay, someone sent this to you in a clip. This clip is from me to you. My name is Jimmy Thompson, and I challenge you to a match. You can take this belt from me if you come and get it, and you will not have to raise a hand. I will job it to you in the center of the ring. You just bring me to a ring, and you just put me on it. Lay me on my back, and this belt is yours to keep. It has your face on it. It has your federation on it. But I'm going to tell you this. (laughs) If you make me come find you, If you make me come find you, you're going to be saying to yourself, what the hell is Jimmy Thompson doing in my living room? And I'm going to take this belt, and I'm going to find a way to shove it up your ass so hard that you are shitting gold for at least 45 days.
1: 45. (laughs) 45?
2: Are we are we gonna talk about how poorly that John Moxley and uh what's it, what's his name, the Dork Order guy that match can ended. I, I mean he went I with a s- sleeper hold and didn't even do the arm raise or nothing. He was just oh he's out. The bells uh ring the bell.
0: Alpha, let's shoot yeah. for a second here. Let's shoot for a second here. I'll shoot say, your
2: ass.
1: I'll shoot one too, whoa, but you whoa, know whoa, uh, where's my laser not gun? Violence in the world today.
2: I'll shoot your ass right I'm, online. I'll I'm I'll whack you off right now. You want me to you whack, whack you what? off?
1: You want me to only whack you off? Only one of
2: us Only one of us been whacked off before and it it's you, brother. I whack you off right now.
0: Now listen. Now listen.
2: <laughs> you guys hear me out for
0: a second. I'm going to lay it out. I want you guys to talk about this, but I went online off on this uh inner site inner thing dot com, and uh yeah. basically this match was 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 celebrated like the best fucking thing everyone's seen. Oh my God, they nah, did everything nah. right. Oh, the ending was so good, all this and that. And I just have to sit back because there's people out there and I want those people to watch us. So I'm going to say to those people, wake the fuck up.
2: Yeah. Minecraft whoa, whoa, whoa. sucks. Okay, okay.
0: Minecraft sucks. Okay? This match sucked. (laughs) There are just some things that us older gentlemen have to be able to admit. And when you're a little lad who don't know shit, you might think something like Minecraft is good. You might think something like Moxley versus Lee is good. But it ain't. It ain't good. This match sucked. Too much. Too much WWE in this match. Okay? Both of these men need to step the fuck back.
2: You got to explain yourself to me. me. I'll explain to you.
0: I'll explain it to you. I'll, I'll, to tell, watch you, I'll, I'll tell you how it
2: is right here, right now. Let's go, Alpha. What you got? The match was okay. It was a six out of ten. Okay. Nothing okay. better. It was predictable. You knew that Moxley wasn't gonna pin Lee with one uh uh DDT, whatever he calls it, because I don't even yep. give a damn about John Moxley anymore. I'll give you two gimmicks I like better than John Moxley. Luther. <laughs> and set a kiss. And uh, I have it written down. I forget who. But another gimmick I hate. Oh, Matt Hardy's gimmick. Those two gimmicks are better than John Moxley. I could be done with John Moxley right now, and I'd be perfectly fine. His character's boring, and it's too straightforward. They need to develop it, and that match didn't do it. No, but what
1: the match did do... Was let Brody Lee lose without losing momentum. I think that's a wrong statement because look at he
0: come on out here with ten fucking people. A guy dressed in a new outfit. He's now the KKK runner of the show. And Whoa. Uh, they come. I mean, come on. What's his name? The Higher Order.
1: Hey, hey, hey! You
0: can't listen. Look,
1: look, look. We're listen. walking a line here. Don't, I know, don't, Rick. Don't don't just we jump can- on the other side real quick. You're wearing too much red, white, and blue. To be talking about KKK shit. So no, I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. They're, they're, they're
0: misrepresenting themselves. They need to go back to the basics. They're taking away what the Dark Order was. And and uh, and uh they're going into some weird vibe now. This guy come on out saying he's fucking th- this big beast, undefeatable, whatever monster. And he was defeatable. It seemed pretty easy to me. It's okay? a sleeper hole. Now, I mean, the thing is, okay, we talk real here, okay? We know it was a false floor. He didn't put him through a fucking real floor. Okay, we know it was a false floor. We on this good, show, this was, was a good yes. Now that should have been the end. Him coming out with a fake shitty blade job, coming crawling out, shitty and blade then t- job. shitty blade. That should have just been it. He should have just not gotten out of that box, and then I would have said that's a better ending because then yeah, he says I, that, I, that the whole shit. I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, um, sure. I, or don't do that spot and then let him do the kick out at one, kick out at two, and then get tapped out. But you know. Yes, they can say he didn't tap, but you know, they're trying to put Moxley, this, this was to try to make Moxley look bigger and better, and I don't think it did, and, and it could be because I have a bias, I want to see something different from Mox, I don't like the yeah. wet hair coming on out from the back like he, you know, walking through the crowd, and I don't like the, he's, this is the thing, Rick, and this is, this is the problem, and I was talking to my friend Adam about this, they're trying to bring too much of the WWE aspect yeah. into AEW, and it's so easily readable. I can tell it from a mile away. Okay? You see, last night, we had a big, big thing. The, uh, what do they call themselves? The the revolution, right? Or um, revival. Revival. Are you comes talking in about FTR? Year.
1: You yeah. about FTR? FTR. How
0: dare you, sir? FTR well, is shit. I'm going to say, real quick, okay? We we have to actually know who the fuck we're talking about. I've never heard of FTR. but I, I don't ho- know I kn- who
1: they are. I, oh, I know here the revival is. God. Okay. Look, I'll give you my WWE subscription. I don't give a shit. You guys have to know about the Revival. The oh, I, know. Revol- I just didn't know they were called FTR. I just called them the Revival. Was it Fear the Revival? Okay. Fuck the Revival? What? It's it's all of that. It's Fuck the Revival, Fear the Revival, Fuck the Revolt, all that shit. So, so a little what? backstory real quick. There is a tag team under the name of the Revolt, and the Revolt was going to be their name. And they had to come up with a um a what is it a compromise for them guys to say either stop using the name or we're gonna change our names and we're gonna use whatever, whatever, because they the the original revolt is suing FTR for that name. And that's why we have that's why everybody's calling them FTR. It used to be fear the revolt now. It's just FTR or fuck the revival, fear the revival, fear the revolt, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be FTR. And Alpha,
0: these two guys are the guys who came out during the uh, Hardy Young Bucks match. Um, And uh, they're they're long-running tag team champions WWE. Raw tag team yeah. chips, back down to but But at the end of their tenure, when they started getting a little pissed off at Vince and everything, in real life, they started putting him through those funny gimmicks. You know, shaving his, his hairy back in the shower and shit. Just stupid yeah. shit that Vince probably jerks off to. And uh, I'm sick of that shit. These guys are actually that's pretty it. good wrestlers. And that guy, hold on, that one guy that's with him, I think, and, and Rick could tell me if I'm right or wrong, but during Bret Hart's, uh, uh, his, his inauguration to Hall of Fame, uh, he got attacked by a man in real life, guy jumping the ring. And the first fucking person the first person in that ring to stop that man was was the guy with the beard yes sir and that man beat the fucking shit out of that fan who jumped in that ring attacked dash, hard. for real
1: you don't understand all dash, dash wilder right all the way wrestling. to the back
0: all the way to the back dash wilder was throwing pop shots into that guy's fucking jaw as hard as he possibly could and they were trying to get that man out to the back and he's just fucking talking, talking, talking. and i, I love that about that man because that that was so uncalled for when they took the excellence of execution and took him to the ground and uh mm, I, I always sure. want to be that man's
1: friend is dash wilder all right all right i'm gonna hijack it for a second just give me please. just give me one minute okay. all right please two things Anybody who's anybody who doesn't know any, anything about the Revival, watch NXT take over Japan when the Revival started the show against Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. That match was perfect, perfect. I mean, this is the second coming of Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. No now, bullshit. Now, you
2: just said that you liked the, the John Moxley and... Brody Lee match. I no, don't know,
1: you know. I don't know if I can even trust me right now. Okay, listen to listen to my words. Listen look, to my words. Look at that I like the match because it made Brody Lee not look super weak when he lost. That's what the match was there designed for. We thought that they were gonna open with this match. We all knew that the Brody Lee John Moxley match they should be shit. Yeah. We knew that they should and it over-delivered, which it which surprised me because it was done right and it didn't it didn't kill anybody's character which that's what it was designed to do. We all knew Brody Lee overstepped his bounds. He needs to work up his character. We all know that. Back to the revival real quick. I want you to check out Talk is Jericho. It's a podcast from Chris Jericho. He had the revolt or the revival on there. Just listen to it. It's like an hour and a half long that that will get you in the right frame of mind to to check out FTR. FTR is going to be a hell of a tag team. If not one of my favorite tag teams in AEW, Garen fucking T. But see check okay it my, out. my point of bringing them
0: up too real quick is that these guys have been in WWE for years. Okay, maybe they came around from somewhere else, but they have that WWE persona inside of them but they come into the show and they immediately feel like part of aew Uh, to me they did they immediately felt like that like um here's the thing okay Brody lee and 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 john moxley come walking around uh like their shit don't stink and but it feels it feels real it feels like inside like because they were the top dogs or at least moxley was um but the, Brody Lee just seems to have such a chip on his shoulder that he can't get get rid of, yeah. and he's trying to use that chip as a gimmick. I feel like Moxley has that same chip. Like this is all to stick it to the to the big man Vince. Um, I know, I know Vince. Uh, uh, Moxley had a problem with Vince. I mean, his wife still work over there, and and he, you know, he had a he had a hard time at that ending there. So this it feels like a fuck you to Vince, almost like. Hopefully one day he get his job back. That's kind of what like if Brody Lee tomorrow, Vince says, you know what, you did a good job on AEW. We're gonna take you back and let you do whatever you want because you proved it. I think Brody Lee might go back. But see these other guys. No, I'm just saying that's what it feels like. The commitment isn't to the AEW crowd. It's to themselves. The commitment isn't to. I could be wrong, Rick, but I'm just saying that that's the feeling I get. The commitment (laughs) isn't to us it's to himself to prove to himself that he can do it it's to prove to vince that he can do it and same with moxley to prove to vince he can do it but you know what cody rhodes don't give one flying fuck what vince thinks at all and you can read it kenny omega has never given one fuck what vince mcmahon thinks that's why kenny omega never made it to the wwe he could have been there years ago he said no he
1: did he did he did go to the wwe uh, he did. He, he he wasn't there for long if he did. No, he, he wasn't there for long, but he he got signed. All, all but he doesn't give no fuck what signed. Vince says
0: because he knows his skill set. Now, let me say one other thing. I read a story about Lance Archer. Okay, Lance Archer come yeah. along. He seems perfect for AEW. We didn't know what to expect. They did a lot of promotion on this man. Now, here you go. Okay, he loses that first match, but I don't think he lost the pep. I don't think he lost no. the pep because they just keep him in the mix. I read a story by Lance Archer, five minutes, he got signed WWE, 2009, had a gimmick very similar to Murder, Hawk, and five minutes before walking out the door, Vincent Fan come running up and said, we got to cut your hair and shave your face. So they yep. cut his hair real short, shaved his face real clean, and sent him on out. He had no fucking clue what he was doing, and I said, that reminds me of something uh, a little bit of... I've, I've <laughs> oh, and you it. know what holy shit yep. All right, but, but 15, I gotta say one thing I gotta 55. say one thing on this I wanna say one thing on this cause I, I I was so pissed after I saw that first thing with the basketball match between Ibar and, and Eric and, and the, 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 the other guys there and uh, the fake private party I was so pissed but I, I re-watched the first one and then I re-watched or then I watched the extra one And then i watched this last one with the gulf and i gotta say as stupid as the idea is whoever wrote this and put it in i think it's a bad angle i think they're doing the right thing i think they're doing the right thing and they're handling it very well and i actually sent them a message and i just said listen you know i read this story about lance archer for real and uh you know it sucks that you know could you imagine your entire life, you go, you build up one thing, and then five seconds before you walk through the door, the Lance Archer, this beast, this monster of a man, got his fucking hair, everything. And they say, we're shaving your fucking head before you go out. Like, the fuck? That is fucked. It is fucked to the 10th degree. And that's the kind of shit that Moxley and Brody Lee can't get over. They can't get over that Vince is like that, that he does that shit, and they want to stick it to him. They got to get out of that fucking mindset. They got to get back into the AEW mindset. Look at the players in the game. All of them don't give a fuck about Vince McMahon. The ones who do stand out to me as not being fully AEW, Moxley and Brody Lee are two of them, okay? They can get there. They don't have far to go. Brody Lee's a beast of a man. John Moxley is a good performer. He's a good gimmick. He's everything. It's just the execution, in my opinion. It's the execution and the reason for it. We talked about this last week, and I'll, I'll I'll defer to you on the final word. But but we talked about this. He needs something to fight for. Okay, the fan gimmick. I'm here for you. This is your belt. I don't buy it. I don't care for it. Give us something to fight for. Even if it's him coming out and saying, you know, fuck all you fans. Fuck all you fans. This belt is for me to prove to you, Vince, that you're a piece of fucking shit. Boom. Okay? Honestly, boom. Because that's really the facts. That's what he's fighting for. So tell us like it is. Go heel. Be yourself. This good guy gimmick of, uh, you know, I'm going to stomp you like I'm stone cold. Shut the fuck up.
2: I'll... Yeah. yeah this wanna, it's a wannabe stone cold gimmick. It's a dollar, yeah. dollar general stone cold gimmick. And it's, like, even worse than that because he's, like, That's a good stomp. storm. Where he goes, like he goes, like he'll be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this. (laughs) Get out of here, dude. That's weird. It's just all (laughs) weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's like freaking Brody Lee supposed to be dark and ominous. He's coming out. He's he fucking just acts just like Vince McMahon. It's stupid. Now do something your own and do something like believable and and enjoyable to watch. Like stop just trying to be weird all the time.
0: Now, if QT Marshall took his gimmick, we'd have yeah. ourselves a winner. <laughs> Brody <laughs> Lee, seat's his ass down. I, I, you know, honestly, I need to defer to something before I forget to talk about it. I tell you every week that we watched the private party wrestle that I am worried about them hurting somebody. That guy must have mm-hmm. broke his fucking leg, didn't he?
2: No, I don't think so.
1: No, nah, he, he sold
2: that. That was It was good. a sell.
1: You that think was that, a he, he, that uh, no, like was a, a sell? Because he, he landed that clean, dude. He landed that perfectly clean. That's why they hit him the, with the hard camera way back. That he landed that clean. He when he pulled in his partner and was like, Look, I landed that clean. I gotta sell this shit because I don't know what else to do. That's what that was. That looked like that, the yeah. botched ending, though, because they obviously didn't know what the fuck to do after that. They just did a little rinky dink thing with they did that to get
0: That Hardy, Hardy did out the, of the double ax handle off yeah. the top. It felt really rinky dink. I, I'm gonna they go did, check it out. I'm gonna call it Quinn myself. They did that on
2: purpose. They just—they're just not very good at acting, brother. That's yeah, why. They get, I, I, that's why they're jobbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: They,
2: but they do they, have
0: some good moves. I mean. Uh, yep.
2: But yeah, I, gotta, I think they did that to get Matt Hardy out of the ring. That way, the Michael Jackson version of Butcher and the Blade could come in and <laughs> get a two-on-two going, and then the other two guys that did the same truck gimmick. That Cody did two weeks ago can come in and kick the shit out of the Michael Jackson uh, butcher in the blade. Uh, and then Look, I guess that's those, the work gear. I guess they those work. new guys have heat with the young bucks.
0: I guess they've been on BTE, Ricky. I don't know much about that. Were they what? were they young bucks? The revival were they uh, young bucks so, uh, friends? So if you folks? listen, if you
1: listen to the Jer- Talk Is Jericho podcast, um, a couple of things. At the revival, or the revolt, or FTR, whatever you want to call them, we're going to call them FTR from now on. The a couple of things FTR wanted to do. One, the number one thing was to square off against the Young Bucks because people that know both sides and and watch the New Japan version and the indie versions and all all these people have seen these guys come up and they've never crossed paths. Now they get to finally cross paths. They're their number one thing was like, Hey, we would love to face the young bucks because people have said we are like them, but in the eighties version, FTR. That's a fair assessment. I like that assessment. FTR is, is a big homage to
2: '80s style wrestling.
1: Dash. What kind of, well,
2: what, what can I expect from these two? Um, okay.
1: So perfect. I mean, perfect timing and, Cohesiveness as a tag team, which we haven't really seen, other than Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. And the Viking Raiders. Well, th- th- we're not talking about there. <laughs> <I laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I I'm I'm serious. Dash Wilder or Cash Wilder, whatever you want to call him now. I mean, that dude is the second coming of Arn Anderson. I mean, it it, it is textbook so close it is it is uncanny how close he is to that guy and and the way they 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 do the uh their finisher to shatter machine it's a code breaker it's a it's a 3d and a code breaker all in one one shot i mean the cohesiveness of the tag team is unlike i've ever seen i mean it's funny
2: it's funny you bring up the arn anderson thing because i did see a picture of uh of those two with arn and Tolley, and they were all doing the Oh yeah, that's why. Because they they keep getting compared to these guys. I mean,
1: they they are really, really, really close to those guys. They love eighty style wrestling. That's what they that's what their whole style is. This how is they do it for. right here. They go. Yeah, they do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the limp flow.
0: Like, like, do it. It's like Orange Cassidy, you know. Four. <laughs> and then you got Sheeta. She's three. She with the um, Okay. So, so, uh, before we go forever, I just want to come, uh, bring up some things with you guys. Okay. So we get to see Brian Cage come in. He do his thing. I think that was okay just to see a little couple moves, drill claw. Um, I, I'm going to skip over that. You guys can okay. come back to that. I, if you I, want. I, I
2: got, I want to, so, I want to just mention that real quick. I'm, getting yeah, go, tired ahead. go of these, ahead. I know they got to do these squash matches every once in a while, but every big guy that's come in is on the exact same blueprint. I bet you mm-hmm. Brian Cage throws Marco Stun around next week. Yeah. I hope not. We need to do something different with these guys. Please I think Marco Stunt needs to beat
0: Brian Cage clean. Throw a little fucking thing in the mix. <laughs> no, uh so I, I'm I'm with you hundred percent. I kinda add that that uh note, but this is where uh QT Marshall again with the ladies of ringside. I was more interested in that. I think that's a fucking great angle for QT. Would have never called that in a million years. Um I, I don't like Taz. Taz don't do it for me, having Taz come out. But I tell you what, um, Having Taz come out as Taz—that's a different story, okay. Taz coming out as the jolly announcer—I don't give a shit about Taz announcing. I hate it. But Taz coming Taz out, Taz coming out and saying a few things—survive if he lets you, you know, all that. I think that's good. It's good for this. I'm not gonna uh, just because I'm not a big fan of Taz doesn't mean people aren't, and I can respect that a lot. Taz is a, a worker, and uh, I just seen him punch a fan in the face for no fucking reason. I think he's an asshole. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I want to say uh, Brian Cage is on more steroids than Brock Lesnar, and I'm completely, (laughs) completely fine with it, but I like what MJF said. MJF talked about how how he is undefeated, and how he he has, you know, what the fuck's going on? He's he's natural born and bred here, and then you got people coming in. I I like his quote, and he says something along the lines of, uh, um, I didn't need to come from somewhere else to do it. Like I'm a breakout star, and I didn't didn't have to come from somewhere else to be that breakout star. And I think that's a really really important statement. Something that I, I'm really nervous about with AEW that they they need to kind of calm down a little bit. Uh, I was not a fan of Brian Cage winning that ladder match because of this very reason. Okay, I'm a fan of him being introduced, being a beast, maybe eliminating seven people. But swear to God, Luchasaurus should have just fucking choke slammed his ass right out the side. Okay, maybe it took maybe it took the final three to do it, but um, this, this obviously. No, is a bitch. Let's be real. He's a bitch because they make <laughs> him. a like bitch. It's like
2: they're kind of pushing him, but also he's a they're 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 squashing him at the same time. He's
0: it's because bitch. he ain't gonna admit that he can't see with his mask. I was wrong 17 <laughs> weeks ago, or right 17 weeks ago. He likes his mask, and he's. I bet you they said to him a couple months ago, they like, tried. "Hey, look." They probably said, "We'll give you a push, but you gotta get rid of the mask." And he's like, "No, I can see." Well, you keep watching moves, dude. <laughs> fucking take off the mask. No, it's fine. I can see. And then he just like will refuse to take off that fucking mask. Um,
2: it was I funny think... when who was he looking eye to eye with in the, in yes. the ring? Was oh, it, Blow? Was it and Billy? A, and they were it, supposed it, to go eye to eye with the mask came down. <laughs> and he had to adjust it. Billy uh,
1: like, really, really almost broke character. He was
0: laughing. Uh-huh. It
2: just, it
0: just... And I think honestly that I think that's the only thing. Um, I. I if you look at business okay business is about sales business is about fan base um it it really does surprise me that that a team like the the jungle express um have not been pushed more because honestly jungle express is one of the the funner teams to watch the fan base loves them they always put on a good show uh whether it's marco stunt luchasaurus or, or jungle boy and lucha or marco whatever the combination is um the fans love them love them a lot and Luchasaurus is the, one of the biggest guys. He's like their good guy, Kane. And honestly, <laughs> uh, having him job out week in and week out, he needs to have not just a big win, and this is to you, Tony, okay? Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus needs to fucking win uh, uh, against someone like Wardlow, like a big match. Put him in there and let him defeat him. There, there's enough bad guy winning going around that you can take a team like this uh i i really do say give jungle boy the belt next week i really do say give marco stunt a win over somebody and make it a big deal i do say give lucha give this team a couple of wins because the crowd wants it okay you can't there's a movie called payback mel gibson okay you watch that movie at the (laughs) beginning of the movie they take his fucking kids what does he do the rest Uh, of the movie do you ever see do you ever see mel gibson at one time looking hurt the whole fucking movie he's kicking everybody's fucking ass Every single person, they respect Mel Gibson's talent. Okay. All right. Mel Gibson ain't
1: gonna get fucked around. That's what Lucha needs to do. He needs to just not take shit. Payback. Okay. So we wanna see let me let me get this straight, Jimmy. We wanna see Lucha snap. We wanna see Marcus Stunt win. We wanna see Jungle Boy as a champion. Is that is that correct? And, and Mel, and Mel Gibson low. and Mel Gibson as their manager. Fuck Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what
2: did you say, Alpha? I didn't hear that. Marco Stunt's got to go over on Wardlow. On Wardlow? Are you? Serious? I think so. I think so. Marco has to beat Marco has to beat one of these giants, and it no. has to be done the right way to where it's like, holy shit! He just hurt Conrad in his ass out of the ring. Did a missile drop kick from the top turn buckle, and then, it could be. Yeah, it, you
0: don't do it, it could Wardlow. It can, it can be a count out or something, but it's got to be where, because obviously they're selling uh, Marco Stone as an idiot, right? He's always trying to yeah. take Lucha Source out. <laughs> yeah.
1: of and I think that's do a great angle. Ten. Do it to 10 or do it to Billy Gunn. Don't do it to Wardlow because that would lower MJF. You, you MJF gotta, no, because, and
2: Wardlow are feuding, brother. They're done. They're, they're they'll they're be not, done not, in the next the two months. Get the fuck out of here. I felt get like it, they're trying to turn Ward Wardlow good. good. I see I think the
1: package. I see. I seen MJF you know, jumping in his face. You know Wardlow is gonna
0: go good because uh, babyface. Because MJF ain't ever gonna go go babyface.
1: No, that would just that would that not would, be good. Not, especially not this soon. That. Yeah, you no. can't sell that.
2: No, they're definitely splitting those two up, and they're they're definitely or or they're gonna they're gonna keep doing this where where Wardlow's getting pissed. Wardlow's getting pissed. Then finally Wardlow has the chance to to literally murder MJF. But he chooses it. not to. I
0: like you know, how we... he stood in the corner
2: and just stood there like
0: this, and MJS sat behind him, and anyone that came by, Wardler was doing this, and he just sat there <laughs> like this. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was an awesome start to the show. Um I, I, I really like that match, that battle royale.
1: Can I ask you guys a question real fast? No. How many how many people are in a, in a circle? How many people? We got five. Five, right? Okay. So So this, follow me on this one real Ah. quick. I'm going to take you down a rabbit hole for a second. So, so Wardlow splits from, from MJF. Okay. Cody goes bad. Okay. Those two hook up. Then we have, um, the FTR. That's four, right? We need a fifth. Who would be a fifth in that? She's saying Cody or MJF. Are you calling
2: for a third faction here?
1: Yes, sir. We're called, I'm talking about the horseman. I'm talking. Yes, I'm talking a horseman, because if you haven't noticed, little foreshadowing, Cody holds the belt just like Ric Flair did back in the day. He holds that belt just like Ric Flair. See, but see, that's the thing: the, the four horsemen were were innately evil and and bad. So and and, and I'm with you. That's on, Cody going heel.
2: And I he's a good that. heel.
1: I, I see that. But it, it's a long way off. It's gotta be it's gotta it's gotta uh, take look, its toll.
0: Look, who who better than MJF? Cody and MJF had the great feud. Reunited. This is wrestling. They could easily just pull the wool and have us, you know, Cody in the ring with uh, Dustin and, and MJF or, or QT Marshall team. and just uh you know oh you know what'd be even better? This would be good. Brandy, Bunny, QT, Cody. Dustin on the ring. MJF comes on out and QT's over here with tongue down his, down brain, Bunny's throat. You know, just, just doing his thing and Cody just stops like will you give me a fucking second I'm trying to talk and MJF's over here laughing at Cody to how, how Wardlow's standing behind him like this. Out comes uh, the Revival FTR. They're standing ringside and uh, Cody's in the ring like what the fuck and you got the um, the Young Bucks come on out because you know Young Bucks and the, the Elite and you know just got all this chaos going on and then this is how we find out Cody turns full heel. Yes. He starts he starts kissing Brandy, and then he just grabs Bunny right from QT Marshall's mouth and pulls her in and starts making out with Brandy and Bunny at the same exact time, right in the middle That's of the rough, ring. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of the ring. And then QT Marshall gets so yeah. upset, he takes a razor blade out, and he cuts oh, his throat man. right in the middle of the ring. Drops to the floor, yeah. doesn't pick right, off that. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, yeah, all right. You, you took that left turn pretty fucking hard. All right, okay, so who's this Christy Janes coming on in, taking Sheeta to the tolls? What is going on, Oh, man? What?
2: I liked that character. That I liked that.
1: Okay, I mean it was good, but come on. Okay, Alpha, Alpha, I want to hear That's from you. That's Sheeta. Buddy. I want to hear from you now. Why did you like Christy Janes, and why did you like that match so much?
2: Cause she brought a, something a little bit different, but it was still like charismatic. Where she was smacking her ass, you know, she'd just be like, "Uh, uh-huh. smack that butt," <laughs> and <clip> then, <laughs> and that. then like, is oh, when she tricked her into start dancing, then she kicked her, in, uh, kicked her down. Oh man, yeah. it was just like everything, and it was refreshing. It was all new. We weren't expecting any of it. And because especially when we didn't even know who this Brazilian Texas uh, American chick is, and yeah. and it was just all all new, and then and then the heel aspect of it, it was all good.
1: Okay, I, I I like that. I I can I can get down with that. But do you think that it was the wrong way to have Sheeta in that match? They could have put any other woman in that match, but why have the the newly crowned champ? go through a struggle instead of a squash match. You ever
0: see this movie, The Transporter? You got this guy come on out, right? And someone takes somebody and he just, the whole time movie, he just doesn't take no shit from nobody. The entire movie, he's just kicking everybody's ass. You don't even see him get hurt once the whole time movie. Okay. From beginning to end, he's just taking revenge. Almost like Mel Gibson in the other movie we talked about. And, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, when you watch a good guy a fan just constantly be hurt it gets old that's what i was trying to say before yeah. cheetah you're the fucking champ
2: act like mel Gibson. Yeah, act she like she just went through a war brother Y'all yeah know, she now she's going against hurting. a nobody yeah but she I was think, hurting a little bit and she wasn't expecting all the moves
0: right i, I like think that arm, come on drag, in.
2: that arm drag was cool
0: yeah, I mean, I, I'm not taking away. I think you make a good point, Alpha, about what th- this was a fun matchup. But I got to say, I want to see the champions be fucking champions. I need to see somebody step up and be unfucking defeatable for a little bit. Uh, why is it always that it's the Brock Lesnar or whoever who has to be the one you can't touch? Hulk Hogan walked around for years. You couldn't fucking take it away from him. But you know when you could take it away from him? When he went way too over on the Baby Five side where he's just, no. No, when you get hurt all the time, after the match, you're just sitting there crawling to the corner trying to get the fucking ropes. No, Ultimate Warrior did not fucking do that. And that's why Ultimate Warrior took his fucking championship belt. Because Ultimate Warrior knew from the the moon to Saturn to Venus, it is time for the Ultimate Warrior. That's what we need to see. We need to see Brian Cage come on out and just rip fucking heads off. Be a good guy, because I don't think he's a good or a bad guy. I don't know. Just come on, I'll be a good guy, but just fucking rip people's faces good. off. You think he's Luther?
2: You think that's no. Luther? No, neutral. <laughs> uh-huh. No, that's definitely Papa Smart. Everybody knows that. But, that's no, true. he's neutral. He's got the black them, Papa Smart. undies on. He's got, like, the black and white boots on. He's, like, a little bit of bad, but a little bit of good. He don't care who he's killing. He's killing everybody. But ne- better than Murderhawk does, because he can't even beat Cody. Bitch-ass, rude.
0: That's the truth right there. Okay, um, I, okay. I Ricky, you did mention uh, about the Sabian Havoc tag team. I'm actually starting to like this. I mean, it's a weird combo, right? Because, um, uh, it's just a <laughs> dynamic that's that's different. But Alpha, Penelope getting involved, Penelope getting in there, helping them get the win. We talked about it.
1: I like you seeing her me, on TV. Listening to us.
0: I know. <laughs> Keep this going, but I need to see yeah. it actually. 100% be Penelope's reasoning, like her finisher. She needs to execute the maneuver yeah. every time, not just a not just a distraction. I'm talking Penelope needs to come on in and deliver And then they cover, like instant. The referee didn't see it. That has to happen every time.
2: Yep. Yeah, 100%. They need to just put penal, like, oh Penelope over. They need to just put her over every time, make – Kip Sabian's bitch ass, the bitch ass yeah. that he is, and make him get squashed every match, but somehow she still comes in with the Herc and Rod up. She needs to be like a dominatrix
0: earth. to him too. She needs to like if, if Kip Sabian start, <laughs> and I'm not into that shit, that's all weird shit, but if if, if she starts dressing like a <laughs> dominatrix
2: yeah, no, I don't and it, think they need to do all that.
0: And yeah, Kip Saban coming in with the fucking necklace thing and a, and a chain and, and, and she has to like release him into the ring like a little gimp. Uh, you know, and then you got yourself uh, Jimmy Havoc. That's a perfect tag team. She's a perfect person for that. What the fuck? Oh, perfect Cat Crusade coming on in with the ball. Oh
2: shit, look with at the that ball. Ball.
0: there we go. Thank perfect you so much, that's pretty much. Pretty insane.
2: much oh.
0: that's what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. We got uh, our very shit. own Ricky gets a Ricky gets a sub. MMA box gets a sub. Back gets a sub, the Alpha gets a sub, and Shaman Bomb gets a sub. Look at that crew. There Those five right there make up this show, and we are ever so grateful. Thank you oh, so much. What man. the
2: hell? Oh,
1: went off on that motherfucker. Hell yeah, go ahead. R- R- Rapper <laughs> coming on
0: in with another 10. Get a sub. That's 15 total on this chat. GD and Insomniac oh, gets a sub. <laughs> Anthony put Turtles put gets, a sub. gets a sub. Travis Ray gets a sub. Hey oh, Stan Vito gets a sub, Tech Mike gets a sub, and JD Max gets a sub. And that Captain Ginch with a sub. Mitzins 13 with a sub. And last but not least, Mela TV
1: with a sub. Purple cat crusade coming yeah. on in hot. Hell oh, yeah. And you boy, can say on Fine work for Jimmy D, motherfucker. Wow. Thank
0: you so much. Woo. Much love. Going on tires. Purple Cat Crusade, Alpha. She needs a name. Gotta we gotta think we gotta think of that that's a good one we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get you are we gonna brother. do
2: that gimmick on this channel too brother i no. we
0: can do that um we can uh, yeah if you want to uh anything you <laughs>
2: want i mean put me on the spot a little bit here but you know <laughs> i can
0: come up with one. no but uh okay okay so um because this will go a lot longer thank you so much i really appreciate it i want to say one other thing and i'm gonna um uh, so the the brit baker promo that promo was sick uh, I liked it a lot. I liked where she was going. I liked that she seriously came really close to dropping a major F-bomb on Tony Schiavone. Get the <laughs> fuck <fudge laughs> out. Uh, she was going a little too hard there. That was awesome. Well, perfect. I say coming on out with Mr. President getting a gift. So this is just about, just about making me, my teeth about to pop out of my head. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really like this whole thing. And, and, and my favorite line of the entire night, if we were doing a promo, she'd get it. And, and, the, and, and Superstar of the Week because she says statlander you being an alien is a crock of shit i thought that was the funniest <laughs> fucking line i've ever heard and so i just want to throw that out there you guys well see what you think about this uh brit baker promo still killing it
1: fuck yeah man Britt yeah. baker doesn't take shit from nobody she is a role model did you see that wheelchair that was decked out yeah. right holy shit and then to toss the little wand, a little pointer, whatever you want to call it, and then have Reba Rebel, whatever you want to call her, to <laughs> pick it up. Oh man, just fucking yeah. perfect, fucking perfect. You,
2: you know she did a good job with the promo, but I think, I think what what you, what you guys are really missing here is she brought it to Ref Aubrey, and I don't know if you guys know that much about this, but a bunch of little pussies on Twitter, they don't like Ref Aubrey being. Being involved with this stuff, they think she's a referee. She needs to get out of here. But you know what, Ref Aubrey's over. Yeah, he's over, and gentlemen, and you need to get over it. And I love oh, yeah. that Brett Baker's getting heat with the referee. I, I you know, I, I'm not sure there's been an angle like that. I know with special guest referees before, but like, has there I, ever been like? like Hulk Hogan hates Earl Hebner or anything like that. Has there ever been anything like that before that you guys know?
1: About? I think, I think little Nate had something with uh stone cold at one point, but other than that, I, I don't remember I, anything.
0: Specific. I see this
1: going. I see this going a pretty good way here. Okay. I see this going
0: where Ref Aubrey is going to be one of the referees in her next match. When she comes back, yeah. I see Britt Baker taking the L right. And she's going to blame it on Aubrey uh, Edwards. And then Aubrey Edwards is going to say, get your fucking hands off me. Rip Baker's going to hit her. Aubrey Edwards is going to hit her back. And that's going to set up a matchup. I bet, I mean, ain't no reason why. I know these referees, a lot of them aspire to be wrestlers, right? They go through the, you yeah. know, some of them go just this way, just that way. But, uh, you know, look, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, all of them, they were wrestlers. They wanted to be referees for the longest time. They got their shot. They just weren't that good at it, you know? What? Um, you know, they're in the ring. They're over here trying to you know, count <laughs> to be the pin. Like no, Shawn Michaels, yeah, uh, Shawn Michaels superstar. go all the way. Shawn Michaels go yeah, always be a superstar, but his entire career he's trying to be a referee and he finally gets that shot. He sees Undertaker. Undertaker's got his shoulders on the mat and Shawn Michaels is like, one, two. I forgot how to count to three. And they're like, You're fired. You're not a good referee. Get back to being a superstar. <laughs> he's like, Oh, okay. It goes both ways. You know, Aubrey Aaron's over here. She's like, I want to be a superstar. I think she could. I think she should come out, girl Hebner. I think that's what she should be called. I think she should, uh, probably just uh, be thrown into the mix it would be great to see uh, a wrestler also a referee if she one week is is a wrestler and then the next week or even after the match she's a referee I, I think that would be a funny angle it's what we saw in Stadium Stampede was the ability for AEW to truly think outside the box to really break that fourth wall and they even did the Aubrey Edwards with the um that was a foul I'm gonna go check the replay uh you know um the The other guy uh, oh, yeah. that lost his dentures that one day, he tossed in the yellow flag. Um, they're really going above and beyond. Uh, they know. And I, I read a, a thing, a comment from Jericho or, or Tony Khan or whoever. I don't know. Tony, you're listening. I know. And they said something along the lines of, uh, we know the, the, the audience isn't stupid. We don't need Tony Khan coming out here saying, uh, I'm the owner of this place and you're going to do X, Y like Vince McMahon. Because he knows.
1: Thank we know. God he does not do that. Yeah,
0: but but they don't do it because we know that Tony Khan exists and we know that Tony Khan is doing that. Like, he really is doing that. He is on their ear like Vince, but he ain't Vince. He's better than Vince. And, uh, you know, and, and Tony, you got a long, long career ahead of you doing this. You're really good at it. This is the best product I've been watching in a very long time. I am so hyped about AEW. I am so hyped about the product. Alpha, Ricky, tell me. How do you feel going into the next week, the next few weeks? We got so many things have changed with the belts and the championships. We got next week, we got a tag team title matchup. Finally, get to see Hangman Page getting back in the mix. Can't wait. Cowboy shit, motherfucker. And did you see, Alpha, did you see at the beginning? They showed a clip of it was during a commercial break. But it actually it doesn't yeah. always work. But on this one, you get to see Hangman and Omega conversing yeah. in the backstage, and they're as cool as a cucumber, drinking yeah. the milk and whiskey together. I-, I thought that was brilliant.
2: That was funny. They they were they were pointing out the camera and Hangman that they were on TV. The and... They're like, hey, look at the camera.
0: We're on TV yeah.
2: right there. Oh yeah, cool.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> they were all excited yeah. about it.
2: <laughs> as Omega always had like a milk gimmick. What's the deal with the milk with that? He it's don't drink.
0: Edge. Yeah, he's straight-edge
2: gimmick. Does straight-edge mean you don't drink? You don't yeah, drink, you don't drugs. do drugs, you don't do nothing. He just takes steroids. That's a gimmick? You don't? Yeah. Okay. Allegedly, so I mean, think. So he drinks milk. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I didn't realize just not doing drugs and not drinking alcohol was a gimmick.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a way of life. It's a, it's a lifestyle. I don't know if it's a gimmick, but he, he throws that. He factors that into his gimmick. I think on his logo, uh, I did see straight edge across the back. Like, uh, I mean, you know, look uh, back in the, the 90s when I went to high school, uh, I had friends all straight edge and they proud straight edge. Now it's veganism. I mean, you know, hey, look, I don't care what you fucking eat and what you put in your body. You're a wrestler. Get on out and wrestle, okay? Maybe you just want to be a good role model, but you know what? Don't teach my kid to do fucking moonsaults off of a 40-foot structure. Maybe that, okay? Well, at least he's
1: not smoking weed,
0: right? That's I know. Maybe if he smoked weed, he wouldn't be fucking doing flips off of a 40-foot <laughs> structure. I just don't know.
1: <laughs> give a take, brother. It's give a take. I know, I know.
0: I want to so ask out everybody out there tonight. We got a good, good crew. What do you think of Jimmy's new suit? How do you like it? It's the 4th of July, and Jimmy Thompson is here to say, hallelujah, everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
2: I I noticed you got your beard all red to celebrate uh, Matt Hardy. Is that because you guys are both over 3,000 years old? Yes.
0: 3,000. Now, did you notice Adam Page didn't like that gimmick one bit? He walked the fuck (laughs) away. He walked a fuck away. He said, I'm out.
2: <laughs>
0: he, did, he didn't even take a step. He was like, you know what? My gimmick is that I, I leave. He entertained it for two yeah. seconds. He was like, I'm fucking out. He steps away. I do like that Matt Hardy came out as a, a different version of Matt Hardy. I, I will get behind I like this how they're gimmick. Doing that. I like I'll get behind this gimmick. You know, if, if I don't get Damascus 24-7 shoved down my throat... I can handle Damascus every once in a while. I think it yeah. can be funny. And I think WWE did not use him in the proper way. I think if we see it like this, this is even funnier than if Damascus was funny to me is it's funnier to see him just straight up break every wall he can the, from the huh oh, to the, you know, all of it. It's just fucking hilarious to see <laughs> that he straight up is like, I have had seven gimmicks in my career and I'm going to just randomly be any one of them today. <laughs> and
1: I mean, the last
2: thing I want to I want to ask about is is Henry Sehudo going to come in here and wrestle Oh, him?
1: you fucking right he will. That will I hope
2: to god he does. I hope he comes in there, wrestles Sheeta for the women's title no, and wins he's it gonna, because the quadruple champ.
1: Straight, he's going to sh- wrestle Nyla Rose cuz that's the only fair thing to do. I was going to just say that that's a straight shoot. No. He's going to wrestle what he thinks
0: is a woman. It's going to be Nyla Rose and she's going to beat his ass. <laughs> if they give Henry Cejudo a belt In this federation I will stop I watching for a month oh I will my stop, God. I will stop I watching for a month
2: Can you no, believe no, that no. shit That would be a perfect gimmick dude I bet you Henry Cejudo is like I will give you a million dollars To let me come in here Oh I bet be he the would women, too A women's champ And he, you know that he, is the perfect thing To ever happen to him
0: Henry Cejudo did not beat Demetrius Johnson or Dominic Cruz. He's a faulty champion, and he can kiss my ass.
2: But the he beat the, shit out of Cruz. Beat the shit out of fucking T.J. Dillashaw, and that's yeah. all that matters. T.J. That's that's Dillashaw didn't have his
0: roids. He need to be talking to his friend Brian Cage.
2: T.J. <laughs> did have his roids, brother.
1: Yeah, and he still got his ass whipped. Well, he didn't have enough of them. <laughs> alpha First are you gonna be sk- streaming are you gonna be streaming
2: hell yeah i am brother battle royale rumble
0: would it be okay if we took the 11 million people that are watching us right now and we Woo! gently placed them into the world winning federation twitch channel
2: you gosh damn right there, ladies and let gentlemen. let me ask the
0: crowd are you ready to watch this piece of shit sitting right next to me play apex like a chimp? Or a chump.
2: I'll tell you a piece you of shit. You
0: ain't nothing, Alpha. You ain't nothing. You're a piece of shit. And no I'll one should be watching you. you. I'm telling you it's what you are.
2: Ass mouth and recognize. <laughs> I'll tell you who I am. I'm the number one person in the fight pick championship. You know what, what that you? is? Do you even know what that is? JDt i I'm at the top of MMA Mark's fight pick championship. I'm the number one. Did you say US champion
0: Because that's what it sounds like to me. You bunch of champion shit.
2: I'm talking he got shit. a burger
0: belt, bitch.
2: I'm shit in the doghouse, and I'm number one in the fight pick championship being put on by none other than referee Rick. And Are you
0: sponsored by corn anyway, on that championship? Are you sponsored by the one and only cream can of crop?
2: Never. I would never even think about eating that. Well, don't
0: even dare drink yourself some milk. Or don't even dare have a candy bar. And don't even ever. Take a slice of bread, because every single bit of that has my name in it. Cream of canned corn.
1: Never crack corn, and I don't care. I do do care. Now get you some of that.
2: Get your
0: ass out of here. Oh, Ricky. Oh, he just just fucked you. He just fucked you up. All right, we're cutting the commercial. Y'all stick around. Just two, three minutes. Watch some good shit, and we're going to go ahead, and we're going to bring you to the cream of my crop. The Bang
2: man
0: who will drop it. What
2: up, Baglock? I'm getting better with the grenades. I'm getting better overall. All right. Yeah. Give me a second. I got to eat better. They I can hear you that, like, brother. Uh, Like two hours or so, I think, last time. <laughs> Good night. Drop me my nuts on <laughs> Then I, I was like, I got to go. I got to eat. So I I was like, I'll be back on later. I fucking rated Mellow TV. <laughs> Make some chicken fries. and that was cool and everything. People showed love, and then Mellow TV was like, All right, I gotta go eat. So, like, it was like a raid train. Then we raided um, GD Insomniac. Water
1: broke. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta go. I think I'm having a baby.
2: I was in his stream up until I started streaming again. He's super cool dude. Oh
1: my god. Hey, 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 motherfucker. Mother.
0: Everybody's wondering where you can buy Jimmy T's kind of sweet cream corn. Well, let me tell you something. It is dangerously delicious, and it's that can of sweet corn that you know is going to treat your teeth so, so well. Just take a look at the Jimmy T. You see, I am the corn father, and you can trust me. Jimmy T. Jimmy, 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 T. it is cream, it is sweet, and it is corn, and it is so delicious it coats your teeth just like that toothpaste. It is so fabulous. it makes you shit your pants and then you burst. Jimmy Tate. Get yourself cream style sweet corn from Jimmy T. and It also works as toothpaste.